It is the Everything is Marketing podcast. My name is Eric Hulkerin. It is episode 95. And as always, if you uh, dig the podcast or even if you don't dig the podcast, reviews are highly helpful. In fact, it uh, helps the podcast either populate up or populate down on iTunes. So if you have a second and you're doing this, consuming this, taking this via iTunes and you have a second to give a review, that would be amazing. And I would uh, love you forever or at least for the next 10 to 15 minutes. Okay, uh, we'll get into it. It's the Everything is Marketing Podcast. Marketers ruin everything. Welcome to the Everything is Marketing Podcast. What I don't want to do is to pretend this is show number one. What would the hero of your life's movie do right now? Do that. Do those things. It is Wednesday, the Everything is Marketing podcast. We are one day ahead of the very first uh, political debate for the 2016 presidential election. It's kind of a, a weird one, so I'll, I'll set it up and then I'll, I'll get into the marketing aspect of it. So uh, there are 17 Republicans. That is not a joke. That's not Eric uh, hyperbole, although there's plenty of Eric hyperbole in the world. This is not one of them. There are actually 17 Republican candidates that are running for the Republican nomination. However, uh, getting 17 people on a single stage has proved to be very difficult, so they will have to do it in two stages. There will be a um, like town hall-esque debate earlier, and then the uh, 10 that have been picked to be on stage, which are Chris Christie, Huckabee, Rand Paul, Scott Walker, Donald Trump, of course, Jeb Bush, Marco Rubio, uh, Cruz, Carson, and Rick Perry uh, all will be on stage uh, as of right now. So uh, how that's going to work, that means you will have um, Rick Santorum and you'll have uh, Lindsey Graham and a couple others that will have to do their own thing um, in this earlier debate. The reason I'm bringing this up is because we're in a really interesting space. About a month ago, I read an article in Ad Age that was talking about the marketing lessons that you can learn from Donald Trump. At the time that this was written, he was tied with Jeb Bush. This was actually written on July 15th. He was tied. At the time that you are hearing this podcast, he is actually up by six points heading into this debate. And the only thing people are talking about is how can they handle Donald Trump? What should, should they go at him? Should they avoid him at all costs? How should they deal with him? And I bring this up because uh, it's some great branding lessons that show, well, one thing we should be embarrassed about and another thing that we should embrace as marketers, right, is that uh, the rule of marketing applies, is that you can't be all things to all people. And when you try and be all things to all people, I want to reach all of the Americans, you will reach absolutely zero of the Americans. So if you want to reach all of your customers, you will reach absolutely zero of your customers. You need to get into a uh, niche and reach the people that actually want to consume the product that you are putting out. In this particular case, let's remember, he announces his campaign. He then uh, says that terrible thing about Mexican immigrants. And immediately after, he gets fired by NBC. He gets fired by Serta Mattresses. He gets fired by uh, Macy's. He he gets his uh, Miss USA pageant dropped. Uh, The PGA fires him. The Federal Aviation Administration uh, renames some of the navigation points above Palm Beach that were uh, named after him. So all of these seemingly bad things happen. And as we have gone now nearly a month later... His ratings go up and up and up. Why is that? Well, two things. I'm not going to get into the politics of it because that is not my specialty. Uh, What I will get into is that he has always stayed on message. You know exactly what he's talking about and exactly what he stands for, and that has helped him a lot. And that was the thing that I really enjoyed about the Ad Age article that I've been kind of 
kicking around and figuring out how to morph into this podcast for the better part of a month because they had two pieces of data that I was particularly interested in. In 2008, John McCain spent $358 million on his campaign. And as of the writing, the um, editor of AdAge that wrote the article could not remember the slogan. You spent $358 million on a campaign and you couldn't remember the slogan. Now put that to your business. If your business spent close to $400 million on an ad campaign and the average consumer couldn't remember what the campaign was for, you would have failed epically. John McCain obviously failed epically. In 2012, Mitt Romney does something similar. He spent $433 million on a campaign. And again, slogan, not really easy to remember. And when you counterbalance that with Barack Obama in 2008, you remember exactly what his campaign slogan was, regardless of your political affiliation. It was hope and change or a change you can believe in. So all of that money was well spent. And again, he was one of the uh, first candidates who was aptly using social media, which either was or was not an advantage. What was more the advantage was sticking to marketing basics. And that is where we're heading into tomorrow night. Donald Trump, I should say, is using marketing basics to continue to get traction as we head into the 2016 election. It is absolutely unfathomable to believe that we are in this position where Jeb Bush, who was the clear leader by announcing his candidacy uh, early on in July, is now trailing Donald Trump heading into this debate. And the only thing these candidates are talking about is how exactly are they going to deal with him when he gets on stage? That is a brand that's got some scare tactics behind it. That's a guy who's done his homework and a guy who's, in my opinion, illuminating something that the American people might have known for a while but are now coming to the realization is a true thing. Is that this whole election process is uh, an ad campaign. This whole election process is a branding campaign. This whole election process is getting people to pay attention to your brand as a candidate and then getting them to take an action. Huh. Sounds like an ad campaign, right? You start with the branding, you move to the awareness, you get them to take an action, then they become advocates, and you start that all over again. That's exactly what he's doing and what he aims to do on Thursday night. He's been very dialed back a little bit when he's talking about his skill set heading into Thursday, which I, I think obviously is very intentional, and still dialing up the attacks on his fellow candidates about how inept they are. And he's able to do that because these guys are still trying to figure out what they stand for. I was driving to work this morning and my wife and I were talking about this and she said, you know, I'm really interested to figure out more about this Scott Walker guy because I've heard a lot about him. She has heard a lot about him but knows nothing about him. That is terrible branding because here's the thing. Most people aren't going to take that next step and actually go find something out about Scott Walker. So if you're thinking to yourself, well, yeah, I really want to find out more about Rand Paul or I really want to know what Marco Rubio stands for. Or, I wanna, really want to know more than Bridgegate about um, Chris Christie. What, what does he actually stand for? What Do I like him? Do I not like him? The likelihood of you going and doing that research isn't very high unless you're highly invested. And it's even less likely for you to do it in July of 2015 when the election isn't until next year. So we've got a long way to go and there's a lot of road to be paved but right now the interesting part of this story is that branding is winning the campaign trail this isn't he is not the best candidate and he doesn't have to be he's proven that at this point he has scared all of these other guys there are 17 of them that he's scared and he's winning 20% of the people that want to vote Republican would vote for him today. Uh, and that is an interesting branding campaign. So regardless of what you do 
in the branding space. Regardless of what you do in social media, tomorrow will be a really interesting thing to watch and see exactly what happens. And pay attention, I would say, to what exactly he says versus what they say. Because I believe, from a marketing perspective, the candidates that get on the 10-person panel tomorrow and are able to put their stance or what they stand for up in front of the American people, those who are as dialed in as they possibly can be stand a great chance to come out shining. But I think he has become such a distraction that he'll be able to do what he wants to do, and they're going to have to scramble to figure out how to deal with him. And there was a piece in the Washington Post that uh, there were Washington insiders who were talking about how they they really should, uh, if you're a candidate and you're on stage with him, you really should stay on your target. You should do the Luke Skywalker, stay on target, stay on target. You should stay on target, uh, and you should not deviate and try and take him on because that's going to end up badly. And it'll be interesting to see what tomorrow night brings, especially when you're on stage with the bright lights. He says something crazy. Somebody gets uh, offended by it and wants to take him on. What will come of that? Most person with the most dialed-in language, I, I think is going to be, the, from a marketing perspective, the one that stands out on Thursday night. And with a 6% lead over Jeb Bush, I, I think um, Donald Trump, or at least his team, knows exactly what they're doing. And we'll see what happens uh, when we wake up on Friday morning and see how the American people have either changed their opinion or gone all in. Now, remember, we're also at a time and place where a lot of the American people are angry, and Donald Trump comes off as angry. So that might be where some of the allegiance goes. Again, I am not a political expert, so I'm not claiming to be a political expert. But from a marketing perspective, he is dialed in on his message, and it seems to be resonating because I think he's the only one who has a singular message that people can gravitate towards. All right. We will uh, talk, I believe, on Friday after the uh, debates and see how we, uh, we did with our guessing of what was going to happen on Thursday night as always if you need anything on email it's eric at mlive.com or on twitter it's at polymath and vine it is the everything is marketing podcast my name is eric halkren